0: Welcome to the underground, the Steel City Underground, the black and gold standard for Pittsburgh Steelers coverage. Now, here's your host, Terry Fletcher. Welcome to the WTF Podcast. My name is Terry Fletcher. So this week six, we were on a bye with the Steelers, but that doesn't mean there wasn't a lot of Material for the WTF, so let's figure out where we're going here. I'm going to start with Monday Night Football because I'm crying in my soup. I lost my one fantasy league by 0.08 points. Yes, eight tenths of a point, not even a point, because of CeeDee Lamb. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. And I didn't think he got that extra point, but who am I? And then in my other two leagues, I was supposed to win. But unfortunately, that last uh, pick by Justin Herbert, who I thought was terrible the whole night, he also did not help me because they had the uh, defense for the Cowboys. So, yes, it's been a terrible week in fantasy football. But let's move on from that and see what was going on around the league. Well, San Francisco definitely showed that they are human because they are now five and one. No, there's no undefeated teams at this point. But I'm seeing a lot of people say, "Well, they could have won by making that last field goal, but their rookie mit- rookie missed." Well, I agree, yes. But one thing that you might have missed if you didn't see the game was that the referees—they were giving penalty calls that were absolutely ridiculous. And you just sit there and go, "Are you kidding me right now?" They called a roughing the passer that wasn't. They called a block that wasn't. And then they called a holding where there was no holding. And you see it on replay, you're like, what are they looking at? Especially when the TV refs are like, yeah, I don't see a holding call there. I don't see anything that looked like it was a problem. So when the refs are deciding outcomes of games, it's just really frustrating. Not only for the people watching them, but I'm sure for the the players, it's frustrating for the staff only because, you know, games and losses and wins, they have to do with jobs in the NFL. So... It was just it was just an interesting game to think you that's how it's going to end. Kansas City Chiefs, they definitely flicked, I guess I'd like to call it, flicked the Broncos off their shoulders on Thursday night football with more of a defensive effort, if nothing else. But I don't know what Sean Payton's doing. I mean, you know, they defeated uh, Denver 19-18. It wasn't a big thing. They didn't beat their point spread this time, so everyone was happy about that. But Kansas City defense, you know, they're, they're the ones that are kind of keeping this game. I'm not seeing that Patrick Mahomes is playing his best football yet. So 5-1 and one may not be sticking for a long time. And the other undefeated team, Philadelphia Eagles, they lost to the Jets and they lost 2014. And, you know, it, it was actually a pretty exciting game. I mean, Jalen Hurts was not great. He threw three interceptions, which is just Crazy, You never see him do that. But the Jets, being the Jets, they actually did a pretty good job with their defense. And um, they've done a really good job in their secondary as well. So I was very surprised. But the WTF moments there is just basically kicking San Francisco and Philadelphia out of their uh, comfortable spots as undefeated. And now we don't have any undefeated teams. Now, of course, when you look at the Dolphins and you look at all their speed, yes, they're five and one, and they had a win against Carolina, 42-21. But what happened there? So I have one of their one of the Carolina wide receivers um, who used to be uh, in Minnesota, and yes, he scored me 20 points. But it's interesting because you you look at at what's going on in Miami, and you really can't really can't see what they're doing. You just know that if you get the ball to certain players like Tyreek Hill um, or Moser, they're, they're just going to score. So I think sometimes the coach gets lucky. um, And in Mike McDaniel, they basically just say, you know what? He's, he's got a decent team and they know what to do with the ball. Let's hope that other teams follow some of the things they're doing there. And we're talking about the players and then Buffalo Bills, So they did win against the Giants 14-9, but it was really interesting. The Bills' narrative, they had a very close loss to the Giants. I mean, we were holding our breath, and, I mean, we watched it right up till the very end, and it was just, I mean, it took the last four seconds for that to be uh, finished off. But, you know, good, I mean, a win's a win's a win, and we know ugly wins are, are definitely what the football moments but nobody could actually do their job against the AFC North like we would like. Cincinnati Bengals went to 3-3. Three and three. Uh, They won against Seattle 17-13. Um, Joe Burrow's second touchdown pass was showing his he's got mobility. It doesn't look like his uh, calf is bothering him anymore. Um, seems like he's know what he's doing. So it's going to be a very tough AFC North seeing that. Detroit Lions, who knew? I mean, they won at Tampa Bay 26. They're very much of. A good defensive team. Um, their defense was very impressive, I thought, and they totally altered what Tampa Bay was trying to do out there. Um, Jared Goff, he's he's not doing too bad. I mean, he's you know he's doing enough, let's say, and uh, they're they're winning games. So I like their coach. So I was pretty happy to see what their coach is doing. You know, when the Cowboys win, it just uh, I mentioned Monday Night Football charters twenty seventeen Cowboys. It's just defe- defeating to me. I I just don't like them. I just don't like them, um, but it it actually was implosion by the Chargers, and basically, um, you know, game ceiling interception of Justin Herbert, and just shows why he is sailing all. He he's just overrated. He's sailing all kinds of, um, oh wide open receiver throws. And they could have won that game with double digits if they really tried. Because we all know Dak Prescott is just eh, but he didn't throw any interceptions. So, unfortunately, that would have been really helpful. The Ravens won in London. So, that game again was here in California at 6 30 in the morning on Sunday. So, was I up for it? Well, I kind of got about about 7. And I thought, okay, let's put on the coffee. Let's take a look. It was actually an interesting game because um, it was 24 16. And you could just tell that Tennessee was just terrible. They weren't doing a good job at all until you until there was in the third quarter. There was like this drive that you're thinking, oh, my gosh, they they picked off Lamar Jackson and he always throws a pick. Let's face it. They uh, Lamar Jackson fumbled. They had another fumble. And it, it they but then they became again Tennessee that we all know and they had to put in their backup quarterback because Ryan Tannehill hurt his ankle so he had to be taken off. Actually, it was interesting seeing him at the sideline because he was waiting for his cart. <laughs> so I'm not I'm not trying to minimize injuries, but it's just inter- interesting seeing somebody stand there for almost 15 minutes waiting for a cart. So it, it's kind of like you know waiting waiting at the gym for in your car for a good parking spot up front. It's just, you know, you, you have a crutch with you, just just go. You have somebody taking you there. And if you can stand that long, it was just interesting. So, yeah, Ravens are now 4-2. Jacksonville Jaguars over in Indianapolis, 37-20. Jacksonville was impressive, um, especially with uh, on their defense. But Travis Etienne and Zach Moss, they they definitely uh, did a pretty decent job. They held, I should say, They held Zach Moss and Jonathan Taylor to three or fewer fewer yards per carry. But when you have Garden Minshew, his passes in the secondary, they they just hit him. He got sacked eight times by the Jaguars. And because the Steelers were out, I had to pick up the Jaguars in in one of my fantasy leagues. And they did score me a lot of points. So Jacksonville is definitely holding their own at 4-2 and in their division. And then we get into Cleveland. Yeah, they had a win versus San Francisco, 1917. That definitely was a game where, and like I mentioned before, you know, they, yeah, they said they were everywhere. Defense, as far as Brown's defense, was everywhere on Sunday. But they benefited from the refs calling really bad penalties. And did the did the 49ers, did they have a chance to win it at the end since, again, there was a two-point game? Yes, and a rookie field goal kicker missed it. But I, I just, I look at some of those that, you know, on, on um, what should have been 4th and 10, they call a uh, roughing passer or I think it was a unsportsmanlike conduct penalty and a personal foul. And it was awful. And so now they, they not only get 15 yards from it and what should have been 4th and 10 and a punt, but they ended up getting in field goal range and they ended up getting a first down, which ultimately got them into scoring position because then they got another freebie on a holding call that they that wasn't holding. And when you change the directory the directory of a game like that, I mean, what the football people, I just, nobody seems to, you know, coaches and players can't say anything against the refs or they get fined. I can I'm not going to get fined. You know, we're the replacement refs. These guys, terrible. They actually suck right now. So we need to get something in there. Steelers had a great week. We had a bye. We're three and two. And we're still second because we have a better record in our division. If anybody was wondering how all these wins in the AFC North was going to affect us. Yes, we had a bye. Um, Now we have to go cross country to Los Angeles. And luckily it's the Rams who are among the worst offenses in football. Um, But so are the Steelers right now. So. Um, and is just in farm, just in, in the form of statistics in, in terms of yards, first downs, net yards per attempt. And but we are one of the best turnover generating teams in the NFL. So actually we're second. So improving any of these statistics is possible. We also have Kenny Pickett that's been getting better as he go. He's only thrown one interception over his last three games. And we have our defense healthy. I'm excited for this game. I mean, it's coming to California. The weather will be nice. And I'm ready for this game. And I'm not sold on what the Rams are doing out there. So let's, I guess we can, we can hope Rams are three and three, we're three and two. It's going to be definitely a shootout. So I I definitely would, would be interested in seeing how this is all going to play out. And I'm looking forward to it. And then just lastly, when you're looking at the Raiders and they were without Jim and Garoppolo because he had a couple of weeks now, he had a concussion week before last, then he had a back injury. He was pulled out and they had to put in their, their back. It was actually, um, oh, what's his name? He came from uh, Patriots and uh, Brian Hoyer. See, I, I, I remembered, and he came back and he and they beat the New England Patriots 21-17. Wasn't the blowout the Patriots are, are used to, but the fact that they were able to, you know, M- Mac Jones. Let's just face it, he's terrible. But I mean, he's terrible. Mediocrity doesn't even describe him. And so the Raiders are now three and three. But uh, it, it's just interesting when you have to tape things together how how you end up. Responding to things, and so I was really happy to see that the Minnesota Viking Minnesota Vikings got a 1913 win and over Chicago. Now they don't have Justin Jefferson; he's on IR. So without that major person, you have to you know your major wide receiver. You have to really look to Addison. You've got to look to some of the people you're bringing up from the practice squad and go, oh wow, who can we use now? So the fact that Um, they can, they actually got a win. I know they're two and four, but Kirk Cousins getting a a definite kind of a bad deal out there, and so hopefully, he's it's going to be good, uh, for him. Arizona Cardinals, I feel so bad for Josh Dobbs, he's trying so hard, he really is. And but he did not have a good game. They did lose to the Rams 26 9, but you know, the Rams are like, oh, we're just coming around and we're so good now against Josh Dobbs and the one and five Cardinals. Come on. You know, Cardinals are 13th in NFL in first half points allowed, 30th in second half points allowed. And so, you know, Arizona's struggling with second half adjustments, and they are dealing with a backup to the backup quarterback. So um, that that's not really a to, to see how, how good or bad they are. So it's it's interesting. But a lot of one and five teams between the Cardinals, the Bears, the Broncos, and the New England Patriots. And there is still a team that has not won a game yet. And that is the Carolina Panthers who lost to Miami 42-21. And I think there's going to be some a fire sale soon. So I'm sure that there's going to be some kind of or coordinators that are going to be out. But it was kind of ugly. But so let's just be positive. Let's wait till we see the Rams this week. I'm excited for that game. And hopefully we'll we'll see some of the WTF moments on an upscale positive level. But that's what we did around the league this week. And everyone, thanks for listening. And I'll talk to you next time on the WTF Steel City Underground podcast. We would like to thank you for listening and remind our listeners to follow us on social media and our website, www.steelcityunderground.com.